0: episode 18 of glowing week point we've done this for 18 weeks in a row and i'm your host john and joining me as always my co-host bartolomeo wombat wombatson how you doing wombat
1: you know it when you say it like that like we've been doing this for four and a half months now um it really doesn't feel like it i feel like as much of an amateur as i was on week one Um, you are yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, I guess well, I haven't put in my uh, my Malcolm Gladwell 10,000 hours yet so I'm I'm not okay, I don't know it. what
0: any of that means but uh what's your oh, it's uh, the idea that what's you your glowing weak like, point?
1: <laughs> it's it's the idea that you have to put in 10,000 hours to be like like sufficient at something. Um my glowing weak point uh, this week was my birthday. We said that last time, but I actually celebrated my birthday on Friday. We I went nice. into town and I saw friends.
0: Did you have sushi? Uh,
1: I had sushi with Cadence before leaving town. Then we went into town and we went to an anime figure store, where I bought okay. a figure of Senku from Doctor Stone.
0: Ah, it's a, I like it's a Senku. pretty
1: good figure. Yeah. Um, and after that, you should, we meant... you should
0: send me a picture of that and I'll put it on the uh, Instagram. By the way, you should follow us on Instagram where I've posted one picture.
1: It's the glowing weak point on Instagram. <laughs> okay, I've what else did you do? To, I've meant to put up a picture of my new haircut, but it, it hasn't happened yet. Um, what else did I do? Wait, your haircut
0: or your picture? <laughs> what? You said it hasn't happened yet. What hasn't happened yet? The haircut or the picture? Oh, the
1: picture. I've mentioned the haircut before. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, yeah. it was a, it was a, it was a pithy joke that you just ignored, I, but that's right. fine. <laughs>
1: um, uh, after the anime figure store, I went and I met up with my friends and we all went to this place in Austin called the Emerald Tavern where we mm-hmm. were lucky Fun enough place. to Fun place. Yeah. We were lucky enough to walk in and get a big table immediately because people had just left. Uh, nice. And so we sat down and we played a game called Seven Wonders. Okay. It, yeah. I mean Cadence won because she wins everything. Um, yeah. And we picked up another board game called Colt Wagon. I think it was called something like that. You you like you have a train and you... You travel along it, and I, I don't know. We didn't actually play it. We just bought it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and after that, we were supposed to go to a ramen place for dinner, but the the ramen place that we went to was packed because the entire area of the place we went to was packed. But a, as we left, we we were we were driving around and we found a place called Dos Salsas. Um. And we went in and we had we had dinner there right in front of the okay. stage where they were doing karaoke that night.
0: Nice. <laughs> Did you get up and do any? Uh, no. Okay.
1: I I am not uh, the get up in front of a room full of strangers and do karaoke type.
0: I want to I want to tell you that having listened to this, you had a really weeb birthday party.
1: Really like, weeb?
0: Weeb. Yeah. It was it was really weeby. Because, like, you went and got sushi, and then you went and picked out anime figures, and then you went and played games, and then you were going to go to a ramen place. Uh-huh. Like It's, it's pretty mean, pretty wee birthday.
1: I mean, it, it was at least better than the time I asked my mom to make sushi for my birthday. That was disappointing.
0: Yeah, it's really hard to make good homemade sushi. Especially if you are not, like by the ocean where you can go to a fresh fish market.
1: Yeah, um, I, I mean like it, it really was just rice and seaweed. Um, was yeah, I think yeah. her understanding of sushi.
0: Ah. Uh, yeah, I've made I've made sushi a couple times. It's just really hard here in Atlanta to get fresh fish.
1: Although that but was The,
0: the that best was, sushi continue. I've ever made was was with imitation crab, honestly. Because yeah. you can't you can't fuck up in imitation crab. I mean, it's just mostly because there's not not a whole lot to fuck up. But yeah,
1: but yeah, like like that was a, that was a disappointing birthday the the fifteenth where, where my mom made sushi. Uh, but my that was the second to last time I saw my sister like in person, and uh, no. she showed me Howl's Moving Castle. And mm. set me on the path to watching anime and stuff. So. <laughs>
0: okay. Very, very yep. weeby birthday history.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right. W- what's your glowing weak point, John? Well,
0: I was trying to think of what it would be because there's there a couple things that happened this week, but I'd, I'd say probably it was yesterday.
1: Because okay. I got
0: to, I got to go shop around a couple of craft stores. Ooh. Went to to Michael's and Jesus Michael's, also known Ew. as Hobby Lobby. <laughs> the, uh,
1: the, the ancient artifact thieves?
0: Is, is that what Hobby
1: Lobby is? Oh yeah, they, they've stolen artifacts from the Middle East and shit. Oh. Um.
0: Yeah. You know what? That does not surprise me.
1: They're also the reason um, why employers can refuse to uh provide insurance that covers like abortions and
0: stuff. Yeah, no, I, I remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> the the problem is they've got really, really good yarn that they, they do. Like and it's it's not it's it's their brand of yarn and Unlike most store brands, where, like, you go in and you get, like, Kroger Brand Coke, and it's... Or Co- Kroger Brand Cola, but it's Dr. probably Thunder. produced by Coca-Cola. Yeah. <laughs> like, Dr. Thunder's just... Someone made Dr. Pepper, but they, like... They didn't put all of the things in it, but it's still made by Dr. Pepper. It's um, 22
1: flavors, not 23.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's... it's it's not one of those situations where it's just lays but not lays it's right. actually a a yarns that they produce themselves and they're really good yarns like they're soft and they're cheap and they also have uh like strength and and they've got lots of like model and and wool and the the types of yarns that not every place will will have so, it's unfortunate but yeah, talk
1: up the Jesus folks some more, John.
0: No, actually we were we were laughing about it the other day cuz like there's a uh a Chick-fil-A right across the street and we were oh, talking about do you is. think they do you do you think that they uh give each other the Jesus discount? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "Ah, oh, we all work for the same man. We'll we'll give you a uh, a discount." <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's a hobby lobby on the same stretch of highway as the Chick-fil-A where I live too.
0: Yeah, it's they're uh, they're pretty close.
1: They're always pretty close to each other, it seems. Yeah. Can't can't think of any reason for that.
0: No. <laughs> that's that's why I really like I like cookout. Do you have a cookout near you? I don't know if cookout's no, made know. it that far. I don't know what cookout is. Cookout is a fast food chain. It's it's like burger burgers, hot dogs, shakes. Um, it's like a steak and kind of, but it's it's typically drive through. And there's there's a lot of cookouts that are drive through only, or oh, so walk up. It's like a Freddy's. Like, I don't know what that is.
1: Okay, so Freddy's right. is um, Freddy's serves steak burgers and they serve custard. Okay, yeah,
0: I'm looking at trying to trying to look up in images. Yeah, that that looks kind of similar.
1: Yeah, um, like, we don't
0: have cookout. We have Freddy's. Okay, um, they do they do a really good like uh like six dollars and you come in you you get a uh a entree. It's so like a burger or a like a double burger, quarter pound burger, a chicken sandwich, uh right. two hot dogs, you know, that sort of thing. Then you can choose two sides. You know, corn okay. dog, hush puppies, fries, a, a corn quesadilla. dog is not a side. Oh, it is here. It is here. Uh, See so hmm. you, you choose you choose two sides or for the same price you can just double up on your entrees. So you can get like instead of one double burger and two sides, you could get two double burgers. Or, instead of two hot dogs, you could get four hot dogs. <laughs> Shit, now I want to
1: go to Sonic and get some corn dogs.
0: Um, And then you get a, a drink, and it's like five or six bucks. So, it's, it's really cheap, and the food's not that bad. Like, there's way worse places to eat. Yeah, Freddy's is not cheap. But, uh, Cookout is a Christian restaurant. Oh, no. But, instead of, like... Chick-fil-A, where they shove the Christianity of, of Chick-fil-A down your throat at every instance. And they've got, like, uh, Christian music playing all the time. The and and only thing millions Cookout do- of
1: dollars and donations to anti-gay groups and stuff.
0: Yeah. The only thing Cookout does is they, um, I think they have, like, their, their Bible verse that they, they you know like their slogan bible verse whatever John 3:16 Yeah but it's it's just the uh the the uh verse and it doesn't even have it it's just like like John 3:16 in very very fine print at the bottom of like a cup and that's do You know it. what John 3:16 is, John? Yes, I do. What do you want it? me to say it right now?
1: Yes. For God so loves the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever would believe it in him should not per- perish, but shall have eternal life.
0: You happy Wait, shit.
1: <laughs> That's John 3.16? Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I thought it was the one that was just Jesus wept.
0: No, 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 no. That's not too- <laughs> Although Jesus wept is like... The different there's lots of different uh, translations of it, but that's John eleven thirty five.
1: Oh, I see. Yeah, I don't know where I got three sixteen from. I mean, it's
0: the verse. John three sixteen is
1: off the top of your head, though.
0: John three sixteen is the verse that everyone knows. I see. It's if you're going to learn a verse, it's John (laughs) three sixteen. Um. Oh yeah, and you're religious, so a little bit, yeah,
1: a little bit, a little bit. Not Chick Fil A religious, but
0: no, I I I don't support anti gay stuff. No, um, but yeah, they they like they have the like one verse just notification at the like very hidden bottom of their stuff. Like I didn't even recognize that they were Christian until I like saw this one day while I was just bored reading a cup. Uh, <laughs> second. Uh, they do have Christian music in their st- in in their stores, but um, it's like really background, no lyrics, and like really jazzed up and stuff. Oh,
1: I thought you were gonna say it was like '90s Christian rock, where it's like it's like no, no, vaguely no. Christian, but not even always co- like cr- Collective Soul. They've got Shine playing in the back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that it's it's very. Uh, surreptitious I guess yeah they're 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 Christian but they're not beating you over the head with it right which which I appreciate not being beat over the head with anything at all um same yeah so yeah we, we went to Hobby Lobby uh found they had some some really good yarns that they had put on clearance so we got them for less than half price so I okay. think we got like Five pairs of socks worth of yarn for like three or four dollars, which is real nice. (laughs) That's nice. Um, and uh, then we went to Michaels because we actually had a Michaels gift card, and that was fun. Um,
1: Michaels is better than Hobby Lobby, so it
0: can be. I mean, like Uh, as a company. As a company, yes. I, I will <laughs> agree with that. Their selection is is inferior.
1: like that's Just the a, across the that board. Hobby Lobby just has like a... They've got a grip on that.
0: Uh-huh. Now, yeah, what, like, what I will but say... But I don't want
1: to go there and spend money, because then it goes better towards than both stealing of them. ancient artifacts and abusing their employees.
0: Better than both of them is Joann's. Yes. Joanne's has a good selection, and they are not... Stealing artifacts and abusing employees.
1: Even though Joanne's sounds like it's owned by the most deeply religious, palest <laughs> white woman you've ever met. <sighs> yeah. No? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: I I can't argue with that at all.
1: Yeah. Uh <sighs> So John, did you play anything this week?
0: I did, I technically. What, what did you play? So uh, it's solstice week. So solstice I, week. I played Destiny two and did the solstice thing. Oh, I see.
1: I thought you were saying it was the solstice, like like the no, summer solstice, solstice. No, that was like, back in John, that was like three months, three June. weeks ago. Yeah.
0: Yeah, end of June-ish. June 20th, I think. June 21st. Think, oh, was it? I thought it coincided with Father's Day this year.
1: I don't know. I, I think it's always, like, officially recognized as the 21st, but it, ca- it can be either the 20th or the 21st.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was the 20th this year. At 11.31pm. Okay. <laughs> All right whatever yeah in eastern time but of course yeah
1: uh oh so yeah. for me it was the it was the uh the 21st for me no no right no yeah for the middle of the pacific ocean it was <laughs> yeah uh
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway Maybe you played for destiny too I played Destiny 2, and uh, th- basically the way it works is is you go and you you replay all the content that you previously played in order to unlock n- new armor sets, and and there's like they give you green uh, armor set and this or, is the three know, new no armor blue. sets
1: you had to do for each each character yeah. class, right?
0: Correct. Okay. Um. And. Uh, and by doing that, you, you, you replay content that you've already played, and you also do the EAZ, which is the European Aerial Zone, which is a, a big landmass that's floating in the sky. And we've been playing that for a while now, because it's they made it four years ago. <laughs> uh, okay. And they've reused it every year. Yep. Uh, but they they made some nice changes this year. So for one don't fix it broke. It's a very vertical map. You you gotta get on top of buildings to do stuff. And these aren't just like one-story buildings that you can double jump up to. These are like four to six story buildings. Oh, I thought um, it was gonna be
1: like skyscrapers you were running along and shit.
0: No, that would be cool, but it would take forever to get up there. Uh <laughs> so they actually they actually made jump boosts that like you you go to these places and they Uh, boost you up into the air to approximately the right height you need to get onto the adjacent thing. It's Um, like a bounce pad. Yeah. So they they put, like, bounce pads all over the place to get to the harder-to-reach areas, which is really nice because when you start it the first time, you're using really garbage armor, and your mobility, which is your jump height in this game, is tied to armor stats. And so when you get the crap armor you have really bad mobility <laughs> so you right. can't jump anywhere um, or if you're,
1: you is there like armor weight are there weight classes to armor so like certain no. classes are gonna oh okay
0: no uh it, it's just it it's a scale from zero to a hundred and uh every 10 points um gets you like a higher mobility which which increases your walk speed and your jump height. Okay. Every, everyone's sprint speed is the same though.
1: But not your jump uh, speed either. You can no, yeah, that's faster than somebody. Yeah,
0: you can jump faster, you can you know, movement uh walk speed, jump speed and jump height. And when oh, okay. you're trying to get up, uh movement's important. <laughs> Yeah, mobility is important. So that, that that was a nice little change. Additionally, the way EAZ works is you jump in, you run around the area killing the random spawn um, mini-bosses. So there's usually two at a time are spawned, and they've got a, a marker, so you know where they are. It's just a matter of getting there. Uh, and then you run in, you, you kill them, and then you, you're trying to kill as many as possible because later on... However many mini bosses you killed are how many chests you get to open, and then right. once your time runs out, because you've you've got like a three or four minute timer to go kill as much as possible, uh, you have to fight a boss, like a full on boss, and a big boss. The 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 bosses can be a little annoying, um, especially there's there's some of them that like they split. So there's there's like one hive wizard that they split four times, basically. And they go immune while they're splitting, so you just have to sit there while the animation happens and you're bored. Um, right. Not, not a big fan of that particular one. But all the others are mostly fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, you you do all that, and then uh, you, you get to open chests. Now, previously... You would get to open the chests, and it would... You, you'd you open one chest, because there's there's always one chest at the main area that you get to open, and and that spawns all the other chests. Uh-huh. Now, previously, you would open that, it would spawn all the other chests, and then the markers would disappear for where they were. So you'd have to remember where you saw them and go hunt them Ew. down.
1: And, and it was
0: it was fine it was difficult but it was it was okay Uh I don't y- like
1: that y- you have to remember this shit because th- I can't picture things in my head so I, <laughs> I, I have a difficult time like remembering where I saw something if it's like yeah. disappears after a second
0: I'm like well, I know it was in this direction uh, mm-hmm. but where and then you've got like a minute and a half to go grab them all uh in you and two others. Fortunately, when one person grabs a chest, it it drops the stuff for everyone. So, okay. you don't have to you, you don't have to go get all 15 chests. You as a team have to get all 15 chests. Um if you're Which good means enough I to get five. Yeah. Yeah, you you should. Uh and cool. then originally for the last like 20 seconds of the timer, it would show you where they are. Which is not enough time. Like, that's enough time for if you're close, you can maybe get there. But, yeah. Right. Um, this year, they did away with that. It just always shows you. Um, that's
1: good.
0: That, yeah, it's another.
1: Respecting people like me.
0: Quality of life thing. Uh, and then they, they made another change, which is nice. Um, so, with the armor, um, you get blue armor and then you get purple armor and then you get the last tier of purple armor and then you can get your glows on that so you go from blue to purple to purple so really two changes uh happen so upgrading blue and upgrading purple um once you upgrade blue on one character if you do it on another character all progress is doubled uh So, like, when I have to go collect, uh, 200 of these purple orbs, I have to do that legit on my first character. But when I go to do it on my second character, I only have to collect 100. I see. Now, what's really nice is that once you finish your second character's blue armor, it triples it. Your third character just
1: gets it basically for free?
0: Yeah, it's much faster. So, it started Tuesday. I've already gotten all of my characters up to purple armor. Uh, it took me the first day to get from from blue to purple on my main character. It took the se- second day to get from blue to purple on both of my other characters. <laughs> and then I am fully at purple for two of my characters and almost for for my last one. Uh, that's probably You're something I'm going to do basically. later today. I'm tricked out, and another nice change they made was... Because, again, once you get a character up to purple, the, uh, the the final stage of purple, it's the same thing for getting other characters. So there's there's the blue stage and the purple stage. And once you get each character past that section, it makes it easier for following characters. Uh, the last thing is getting glows, which uh, you have to do specific things to, to get done. Like to to make your your armor glow, and you don't have to do it, but I'm going to. Um, right. <laughs> and and there are things like you have to do a a master nightfall, which is not that hard, but it it can be tough. Uh, you have to do a raid for your your uh, gauntlets. You have to complete a dungeon for your chest armor, and these are all, all consistent within the past. Uh except for, for two nice changes. One, uh you don't have to play the Trials, which is Trials of Osiris is a competitive PvP that's sweaty as fuck, and <laughs> nobody likes it. So they took that out of it. It's it's an option. You can do it. Uh but you don't have to. It was it's like For the you three
1: can, people in the world who liked it.
0: Yeah, you can you can either Do Trials, or you can just go kill champions in PvE, and yeah. I already finished that. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So, that was the nice change they did there, is removing Trials. The second nice change uh, is that in the past, like, you had to, like, the first year, to get the Glows, you had to do it on each character. So, I had to raid on each, all three characters in order to get the Glows. That's right. some bullshit. <laughs> um, the, the second couple years were like, you could, once, once everyone was at the same level, like as long as you were all at the right armor, then you, you know, unlocking the glow for one armor would unlock it for the other armors. But if you hadn't gotten a character to that armor yet, you'd have to do it again. Yeah. Eh. this year it's completely retroactive so as long as one character is at that glow uh level if any character does the um the the requirements for that then you get it so for instance like i have to do a raid uh i hadn't unlocked it on my titan so I I can't get glows on my Titan, but I did a raid on my Titan and I unlocked the glows on my hunter and warlock. And when I get my Titan to the correct level, he will automatically have the glow unlocked. Oh okay. Real that's real nice. nice. Yeah. So they're they're being very kind to us, and I appreciate that. So yeah, that's what I've been doing this week. What have you been doing?
1: Um I got I got my collector's editions of No More Heroes and No More Heroes 2 from uh, Limited Run Games this week.
0: Is that the Uh, one with the lightsaber?
1: Yes, a beam Uh, saber. Uh, mm -hmm. Sure. They both come in in big boxes. Uh, I could probably take a picture of these and, and put them up on the Instagram, too. They look really cool. Ooh. Uh I've been I've played a little bit of No More Heroes. I've beaten the second boss, and I've I've like worked my way up to be able to do the third stage to fight the third boss. Um, the premise of the game is that you are Travis Touchdown, a former pro wrestler turned uh, otaku loser, um, who is roped into doing an assassination for somebody. And in the process, it ends up being like like ranking as the eleventh best assassin in the world. Yeah. and that's all the prologue. You start the game as the eleventh best assassin in the world. Your weapon is a beam saber that you charge up by jerking it like a dick. Uh... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's a Wii game. Yep, um, and you can still do that with the Joy Cons if you uh-huh. if you don't have them in a Pro controller. Like you can you can shake it, I've been shaken. <laughs> um, uh, and, Gotta get that and practice. you you pretty immediately um like the game opens in the the stage leading up to the number ten best assassin, and so you pretty immediately become the tenth best assassin in the world, and what that means for you is that now you're on a list that all other assassins know. Um, and so like you've put yourself in a position where you either have to to keep striving to be number one or you just have to sit around and wait for number 11 to come and kill you (laughs) and yeah we we don't like the idea of number 11 coming to kill us so we're now on a path to to defeating the number one assassin Um, okay every assassin is really only introduced in the stage where you then fight and kill them But it's always... It's always memorable. Like, number 10 was this, like, older British guy with a giant uh, cleaver, like, twice the size of my body. Yeah. Um, Like, it unfolds into a cleaver. It's two separate blades that attach one on top of each other. (laughs) And it has, like, some kind of, like, electrified edge. Yeah. And and that's who you fight. Um, Okay. And the... The number, the number nine guy was a like corrupt detective. Oh, um, who introduces himself by uh, standing in the middle of a ballpark with a microphone, singing a song. He has a deep, beautiful baritone voice. <laughs> uh, and he fights you with a pair of pistols. So the 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 whole fight is like, um like you start very far away so you have to gain ground on him and then once you do you have to like constantly be dodging so that he's not uh shooting you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What else? Uh I mean the oh it has an open world area to it. Um <laughs> I mean what it's other very games <laughs> oh, well I'm not done talking about No More Heroes. I at least oh. want to get through the the open world segment because okay. I think th- I think the open world segment of No More Heroes is insulting the idea of an open world segment. Um there's fucking nothing in it. Uh it, it's it's really just a there's a place where you can go to like improve your beam saber. There's a yeah. place where you can go train the, to, like, increase your health or your combo, like, string or whatever. Um, and then there's two places where you can take on side jobs, which is... You... It, it, the sci- the normal side jobs are fucking bullshit. It's like, mow a bunch of grass. Or <laughs> collect a bunch of coconuts for me. Um, and then there's, like, assassination quests where... Uh, like in the the second stage, there was the, there were these enemies that threw baseballs at you, and you could like hit them back to to kill some of them. And so you can do that, but it, it's really just taking you back to the place where you fought before, and and like having you kill enemies. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like it's. <clears throat> and, and then besides that, there's just nothing. Um, there are lavakov balls to find, which I haven't found the purpose for those yet. Um, but they're very sparsely, like, spread out. There's not many of them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then I got an attachment for my beam saber, which, like, vibrates whenever there's money buried in the ground near me. But you pretty quickly learn that that's pointless, because all you ever find is, like, $1,000 buried in the ground. and. Yeah. It, immediately the numbers that you need in order to, like, progress to the next stage is, like, 150000 hundred fifty thousand, two hundred thousand, 200000 Like...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The, the, the amount of money you get from digging in the ground is pointless. Um, so, the, like, the open-world area is just spitting in your face. Like, don't waste time there. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, as far as what else I have played, um, this morning... Because this game was released, like, I think yesterday, or maybe the day before. Breaking news! Yeah. Uh, and that's released on Steam. It's been on itch.io for a while, I guess, but they've, like, condensed all of the games together into one, and, and, like, made some improvements and stuff, and then released it on Steam. It's called Nina Aquila Legal Eagle. It's basically RPG Maker Phoenix Wright. Except that the main character is a a dorky a uh, thick girl with an eye patch. I don't know why she has an eye patch. People people point out the eye patch, and she never explains what the eye patch is for. But she wears an eye patch. Um, okay. the the first The first chapter of the game is really just a tutorial. The second chapter of the game like opens up a bit more. Um, your supervisor has been like thrown in jail. For something um they they don't really explain it. just you're you are now the owner of the law office. it is Aquila law uh, defense attorneys, whatever blah blah blah. Um, <laughs> and your first case that you get uh is forced upon you essentially this this guy has gone all over town asking for somebody. Uh, like any at- defense attorney to take on his friend's case because his friend was sa- was found standing over the corpse of a billionaire in a hot- in a casino hotel um and he didn't do it he did not kill the billionaire but uh-huh, unfortunately sure. th- but unfortunately that morning he had uh basically Oh battled this guy and when he lost said that he was going to kill him of course um and the reason he came this back is very Ace Attorney. Yeah, when he came back, um, like he he only came back because he like went on bleeder, and bad mouth like the billionaire went on bleeder and bad Mouth, this random dude, which I mean, you find better things to do, billionaires. Um, <laughs> so that's why he came back, and the guy was already dead. Gotcha. And, and so he was just so this... immediately found by housekeeping.
0: Yeah. So you had to solve the murder of Elon Musk. Gotcha.
1: Yeah, I'm in the middle of solving the murder of Elon Musk. Um, in order to talk to some witnesses, I have to actually Yu-Gi-Oh battle. Um, I hate also, this game. The, I say Yu-Gi-Oh battle, but it's pretty clearly like a card a, a card game based on Dragon Quest. They call it Dragon Fantasy, and the the card game is Dragon Fantasy Arena. Okay. And it, they they explicitly point out that this is a children's card game primarily played by adults. Many of whom uh, like all of the top rankers appear to be billionaires. So All right. I don't know. Find a better things to do billionaires like giving your money away. Oh wait, they do give their money away to a charity called Cards for Humanity which um is invested in spreading card games to developing countries, which Nina pretty, uh, pretty quickly points out is not a worthy cause.
0: Uh, it's a really weird the game. game.
1: <laughs> yeah. The game is funny. Um, I, I like, I like Nina compared to like Phoenix because I feel like Phoenix, right. is kind of like a boring audience stand in character. Yeah. Um, and he's just surrounded by a bunch of colorful characters whereas Nina herself is a colorful character and then she also is surrounded by other colorful characters and, and the 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 court proceedings are basically just ace attorney
0: yeah and yeah. I know you also played Final Fantasy 12 this week I did. Um, I think I've streamed it twice since the last time we talked about it.
1: Um, the first stream was pretty much just story stuff, like I got sent to a dungeon, and then I broke out of the dungeon, and then I I went through the whole like that whole secret. Like it took two hours to both escape the dungeon and then escape the uh, the mine shaft that I fell into when I escaped the dungeon
0: okay
1: yeah and then the uh the second stream was a bit more involved um i did the one hunt of like one normal hunt available to me which are like like these semi-boss monsters that they i mean some of them are harder than actual bosses in the game but right now they're they're semi-bosses for this point in the game Um, okay and, and, like, as they progress through the game, there'll be harder and harder ones to even, like, locate the the enemy that you have to fight. This one was a pretty simple, like, just go to the desert and fight a wolf. Um, the wolf is always going to be there. You don't have to do anything special. It's just a big wolf. Um, and after I did that, I went around fighting Rare Game. All of the Rare Game available to me at this point in the game. So Rare Game are enemies that usually have like some kind of weird condition for them to appear. So like one of them I had to have a party member at 10% or less HP and then enter a certain area. Yeah. Uh some of them are just like they have a low chance to appear. Some of them are like, "Oh, when you enter this area, it has a 20% chance to replace this other enemy." Um so I I did that and that, that took up the that took up the two hour stream. My next one is going to be like the first elite hunt. Ooh. Um it's going to be a cluckatrice. That's probably going to take up the entire stream because I'm not going to look up a guide <laughs> to how to do it. Um and, and the elite the elite hunts are basically like super bosses for the point in the game where you're fighting them. Like, when they become available. I could put this off until later, and it would be so easy. But I want to do it as it becomes available to, like, make sure that everything is a challenge for me. All
0: right. Game Facts! This week we're talking about Boktai. The sun is in your hand.
1: Oh, I didn't even notice that that was the full title. I thought it was just Boktai.
0: No. I mean, Boktai's the franchise.
1: The sun is in your hand. Okay. Developed by Hideo Kojima and published by Konami, Boktai is an action-adventure RPG series released for the Game Boy Advance and Nintendo DS and is functionally The Story of Castlevania... With the gameplay, a one-to-one mix of Zelda and Metal Gear Solid. So you're hunting down Dracula.
0: Yeah, basically. But I mean, basically. not 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 Dracula, but not not Dracula.
1: A, a super vampire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's interesting that Hideo Kojima made games that aren't Metal Gear Solid or Death Stranding.
0: Um, yeah um, he he made a a couple other games. I can't name any of them, but... Right. <laughs> like, I, I, I didn't know he made
1: other things. I, I don't know. Uh, uncommon for its time, you have to put in your time zone and current time when starting a game. And it keeps track of it. As the only way to truly defeat bosses is to first beat them in combat so they hide in their coffins. And then drag those coffins back through the dungeon out into the sunlight of day. Otherwise, they just return and are undefeated. I don't like that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, boss battles you you can't beat at night. You have to beat it during the day. And yeah, I don't like that. Ad- additionally, like it's not just you drag them out into the sunlight of day and they they die. You have to do another battle outside where you like set up. Yeah, I think they call it the pile driver, which is like a series of mirrors that focus the rays of the sun directly into it and the the vampire like its soul comes out and like tries moving the mirrors and attacking you while you're doing this. You have to make sure everything's still going, you're bouncing around doing that. And the the first boss fight, like the first time you fight it as well is already a Zelda or Metal Gear Solid type boss fight where you have to figure out the patterns and and do mechanics in order to beat it so like boss battles are intense this sounds miserable i don't know
1: uh, uh, on pile drivers i recently learned that um if if you like do a pile driver in real life like it's, it's pretty much just going to kill or paralyze somebody oh yeah like yeah yeah like, apparently the pressure on the the spinal column is just going to make it collapse like no matter what
0: yeah well I mean that's why you know they <laughs> the only people that should do any of this stuff are professional wrestlers that work together to not make it be um well, and, and even in then, addition like, like the in,
1: wwe has uh, a yeah. band pile drivers because yeah. uh, i guess I, I think it was stone, stone cold steve austin had a pile driver done to him and the the di- yeah. the guy doing it botched it and like
0: yeah like he survived
1: um, but shit
0: yeah and the, the uh the only people that are allowed to do it are kane and the undertaker who have it's technically the tombstone which is a a variant of it um but they they've just They've been doing it for so long that they know exactly how to do it.
1: Yeah. um. Uh, In addition, continuing with Kojima's wacky design hijinks, like his blood smell disc, controller port switching, and three real world week long boss fights. The cartridge for Boktai games includes a photometric sensor that uses real-world light levels to charge your weapons in-game. I hate this. <laughs> That's a I bad idea.
0: I love this. I I this is why cartridge games are vastly superior to um disc games. Because no, I- you you can put things like uh the, the the photometric sensors in it or you could put um like a camera into it uh and that's just not something like nowadays if you if you make a game for a console you are limited by what the console offers whereas back then back when you you had cartridges you could do whatever the heck you wanted cuz you could you could just you know here's what the system can do but we're also Adding hardware to the console every time we put in a game. So we can just add a little extra RAM. We can add... And that's... A lot of games did that. A lot of games had extra RAM built into the cartridge so that they could play a bigger, cooler game.
1: I guess. I don't know. uh, The way I see it is like a handheld is a console, to me, for people... Like, to take... Uh, I don't know. Like, like you're not playing a, a handheld always in the uh, perfect environment to be playing a handheld. It's something that you just have with you. Like, oh, if I have, like, 20 minutes of just waiting, I can pull out my handheld and just just play that.
0: So, yeah, I, I, d- I, I definitely just sat down and played games for a long time on my handhelds. But also... I mean, and- so did I, but... In game, there were abilities to charge things otherwise. So like at night, when obviously there's not sun, uh, you could charge through like very costly charging stations in game, or there were uh, like fireflies float around, and you can you can collect them and they charge your gun just a little bit. Um, additionally, like there there were other ways I think just in as long as it was daytime when you were deep underground you could charge your gun by just like standing in uh, there were like sunlights in in the dungeons and as long as you I stood see. in those squares it would it would charge you but it was it was always best to use the photometric sensor
1: I get I don't know all right uh, that feels weaker to me than just like waiting the the time to like make the end die of old age, <laughs> or switching the controller to a second port to a uh, beat the mantis guy. I don't know what this yeah. blood smelled disc thing is.
0: <laughs> okay, I was gonna ask if you knew about the other things. Um, he made a game called Snatcher. Uh, it was a PC. Oh, I game know about Snatcher on, on floppy disk, and. What he wanted to do is have a a chemical on the disc that was, uh, interacts, like, once you were playing for about 15 minutes, the heat from the disc would interact with the chemical and create the smell of blood. And then you were supposed to pull it out, and the, uh, the chemical would also have, like, heat-activated, uh, message on the floppy disc, so you'd... You'd smell oh. blood, pull out the disc, and see, like, a, a dying message on the disc.
1: So so it's like a cooler way of doing the, uh, look at the cover of the game to get
0: Meryl's code. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, you know, they, they weren't allowed to do it. But it is pretty cool, the, the blood smell thing. It's also horrifying. What the fuck is wrong with you, Kojima?
1: Yeah. Uh, set near the end of the world in the age of darkness you control Django, descendant of one of the greatest vampire hunters who wields the weapon Soul to defeat the undead immortals inside Dracula's cast I mean Istrakhan, the city
0: of death <laughs> yeah
1: it's just so edgy it just is so much edge yeah. The Age of Darkness. You are Django. Your weapon is Gun to Soul.
0: Now, to be clear, this is uh, Django as in Unchained, not as in Fat.
1: Right. No, it, Django with a D for yeah. Death. <laughs> in the second Ugh. game, Boktai Two Solar Boy Django, we are introduced to Django's older brother Sabata. And a mysterious older vampire who can use the Gundel soul, who we later learn is the presumed deceased, now turned vampire father of the two boys, Ringo Star, <laughs> whom they later save using Django's lunar child Deus Ex Machina blood. So they make Ringo's him such vampire. a
0: weird name.
1: I mean, to, when you say Ringo, Ringo's the only the yeah, only no. person you can think of is Star, right? correct? Correct. There's nobody is, else named Ringo.
0: That is the only person that has ever been named Ringo. And it was a mistake the first time.
1: I mean, I like I like the name Ringo Starr. I think it works for him. People remember Ringo Starr, if only because of his name.
0: Yeah. It's a very... It's it's a good stage name, but it's not a good name. No. Uh, Boktai
1: 3, Sabata's counterattack didn't get released outside of Japan, and was basically the same as the others, except for introducing a casket cycle race section to unlock each new dungeon. Why? (laughs) Uh, Why do they have a race? Why not? (laughs) Uh, Lunar Knights is the fourth game, and that's Knights of the K, is the fourth game in the Boktai franchise, and re- was released everywhere again, but for whatever reason, they borked it all to heck. Uh, yep. what, do you, what do you mean by that, Archimedes? Uh, keep going. Uh, the first non-Game Boy Advance game in the series, it dropped the Boktai title everywhere except Japan. Boktai, Django, and Sabada. It dropped the light sensor ability, and it even changed the name of the main characters in the West. Lucian and Aaron were... What
0: the fuck? Yeah, exactly. They borked it all to heck. What? Like, hey, we're gonna make a boktai game, but we're gonna make it not a boktai game.
1: We're gonna make it not boktai everywhere except Japan. Yeah. Uh, the games featured quite a bit of crossovers, including Solid Snake appearing in several games, as well as a continued Mega Man tie-in since Mega Man? Mm-hmm. Since Game 2. Mega Man? Yeah, Mega
0: Man. Why? That's Capcom. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, no, it's it's actually kind of cool that they did. Why did that. Capcom agree to this? Uh, I guess they liked each other?
1: I mean, oh. but back in the day weren't Konami and Capcom like the big rivals? I don't know.
0: Yeah, kind of. Yeah.
1: So that just seems weird to me. Yeah. Um, in Game 2, you must complete a Mega Man side mission in order to get the second of four consecutive endings. In Game 3, you can do a crossover fight. And in Game 4, you can get a secret summon by linking with Mega Man's Star Force. Similarly, Django and his Gun Soul show up in multiple Mega Man Battle Network games as both live characters, usable chips for Mega Man, and posters and other Easter eggs. Wow, they really went all in on uh, the the crossover.
0: Yeah, and actually, uh, the Gundel Soul chips are some of the best chips in the Battle Network games. I'm sure they they're actually really good. And um, in a couple of the games, if you because there's there's three different versions of it, and it's Gundel Soul, we'll, Gundel Soul One, Two, and Three. Uh, if you put if you manage to draw all three of them at the same time. It'll actually do a pile driver, which <laughs> um, does four hundred HP worth of damage to all enemies on the field. So, kind uh, of nice. How
1: much HP they have up on the field? But I imagine that uh, kills a lot of things. That's
0: that's a lot. That's a, a very <laughs> very damaging. Weapon. Actually, Archimedes has uh, one other thing that that they forgot to add to this. It just just notified me uh, with the DS title in Japan. You could still do the um, uh, light sensing stuff by plugging one of the uh, GBA games into the DS as well, because there was a DS GBA compatibility thing on there and and of course that the the ds has both slots so depending on which cartridge you plugged in would actually change what it does what the the light sensing does um one would charge your weapons one would charge your like summon ability and the other would charge something different so uh, kind of kind of neat yeah Alright, so, what are we talking about this week, Wombat? Is it another trash book that's awful and shouldn't be considered a book to, at all? Oh,
1: do, do, do you just want to talk about the Invincible Shovel again? I'm down no. to do that.
0: No, I've, <laughs> I've told multiple people since then about, like, they're like, what did you do this week? And I was like, well, you, you gotta listen to this. Like, <laughs> it was the worst thing I've ever read, ever. And the
1: worst book in existence
0: as it's actual garbage.
1: I think in the description for the last episode, I called it the worst book in publication history.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> With there's 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 some some other books that that might uh, beat it out just based off of being written by Hitler. But uh, I, I think I think this still places on that list. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Because while, uh, while this wasn't written by Hitler, it was written by a pedophile, so...
1: <laughs> also, uh, there's an argument to be made for, like, the historical value of Mein Kampf, whereas I don't think there's anything to be said for the Invincible Shovel other than fuck it.
0: I, yeah, I don't think anything should ever <laughs> been said. I don't think it should ever have been written. I think it's... <laughs> Anyways, what are we talking about this week?
1: We're talking about stealth sections in games!
0: Ooh, stealth in games.
1: Not really stealth games, because the only stealth game I've ever beaten is Mark of the Ninja, so... But stealth in games, which would include stuff like Assassin's Creed, because it's not really a stealth game.
0: But it's close. It has stealth elements.
1: Stealth Stealth is an
0: important part
1: in the early stuff i would argue yeah. by this point like i i see people playing like valhalla and stuff um and it seems to be very much just like weighed into a group of enemies and <laughs> just fight them uh, also man. by the way wish fuck they ubisoft. had done that for shadow of murder what Yeah.
0: you say
1: oh i was i was saying fuck us uh, fuck uh, ubisoft because of all the years and years of abuse they've done that they still haven't answered for properly in any way anyway now we can talk about assassin's creed and not feel bad cool
0: uh so (laughs) we're, we're talking about stealth in games so there's there's a lot of way that that stealth can be run so why don't you provide us with some examples of that um so ways stealth can be run yeah like what what are some some approaches to stealth in games
1: um, so you can go the Mark of the Ninja route, which is like, if you get spotted by an enemy, you die. Like, you're just going to die. So you have to do everything in a way where you don't get spotted by an enemy. And, like, the way that they they um, open stuff up for you that way is that you don't, ha- I don't think there are enemy any enemies you have to kill in the game. There might be some. But in most rooms, there's ways to get around them. Um, so you can either like sneakily kill people or just sneak past everybody. Um, okay. So that would be two different ways. Um, another way to do it would be like the Skyrim oblivion kind of route where it's like stealth is just a stat that you you grow um, over the course of the game and it just it hides you from enemies until you're ready to attack them.
0: Yeah, and and you can move around, but like with enemies, like as they approach you, and as they, you know, as you make noises and move around and stuff, they become more aware to you. So it's a yeah, uh, a, an awareness function stealth system. Whereas I'd say maybe Mark of the Ninja is closer to um, Zelda. Where you have sight lines And if you cross those sight lines Then you're spotted Oh
1: yeah yeah. Um, and then uh, there's also Like the uh, the old PS1 Way of doing it Of inserting it into a game Where it's like Final Fantasy 7 Stealth section in uh, the Shinra building Is basically just a mini game Where you have to run behind a bunch of pillars In a way where The soldiers walking by don't see you
0: So, Zelda again.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Those are the ways I know. What about you?
0: Yeah. Uh, I had one. The the last one I would say would be like the Assassin's Creed way. Where stealth is a matter of just... uh, Blending in for the most part. Oh yeah,
1: especially like early Assassin's Creed like assassin's creed one was entirely stealth based um if you got into a big fight in assassin's creed one you just died so the the way you had to avoid enemies was like oh i'm wearing the robes of that look kind of like this religious order so i can just slink sneak my way into the middle of them and walk around for a bit to get myself past some dudes yeah and then, I, and then I can climb up a building and then I'm positioned above the guy that I need to kill and I can fall down on him and stab him.
0: Yeah. And... And then quickly uh,
1: run into bushes.
0: Yeah. Uh, s- hiding just becomes a matter of running far enough away and then going into a bush. <laughs> yeah. Or sitting or on a bench. Or more
1: likely a pile, of, a pile of hay.
0: Yeah. Um... So yeah, I'd, I'd say those are the, the three I can think of right off the bat.
1: And I feel like, I feel like that last one is best suited to a game that's meant to be about stealth.
0: Yeah, there's there's definitely games that like, that I, I agree that that the old Assassin's Creed games are are all about stealth. um, But like, it's weird with those because by the end of the game, you really can just wade through enemies and fight them. Um, I mean,
1: still not in one, but yeah, by two you can. Uh, I'd say
0: in one you can.
1: I don't know. Uh, Maybe I was just bad at the combat in one, but there was never a time in the game where I felt comfortable being surrounded by even just like five (laughs) dudes. Even when you got your sword? Yeah, even when I had my sword.
0: Uh I will say, just a, a quick aside, uh, Assassin's Creed is a trash series made by a trash developer, and uh, the first game is especially bad because they start oh, yeah. you off going, hey, look, here's all your abilities. Hot, we've taken them away from you. You're never going to have fun again until the very end.
1: I mean, I think if you haven't played any Assassin's Creed game before, you can start with a, the first game and have a good enough time. But if you've even played Assassin's Creed 2, then Assassin's Creed 1 becomes unplayable. Uh,
0: I, I, I really hate the fact that you, you start the game, you have every single one of your abilities. And it's like, hey, look, you can have fun. This is what fun feels like. Look at all the things you can do. This is fun. Oh, you're not going to have any of those things now. We're taking all of it away and you're going to get it again at the last little bit of the game
1: i mean i feel like there are metroid games that do that too though not
0: really most metroid games you start out not having anything Mm. yeah i can't think of anywhere you actively like lose your abilities the only one i can think of is is zero mission which is like three quarters through the game and it's story based and you pretty pretty quickly get it all back um, speaking of stealth sections, uh, that's a, a good impetus for causing one is losing all your abilities.
1: Yeah. Um, or just not having abilities. Yeah. Like, um, I think, th- I think the, uh, the stealth section in wind waker happens pretty early on and it, it, you're, you're in a stealth section pretty much just because you don't have anything. And you've yeah. never had anything. You're just a random boy off an Island.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, and and I feel like that's the the typical route with um with Zelda games is doing that early on or when you're your child character. Um cuz yeah, that's that's in Majora's Mask. There's there's two segments where you you have to sneak around and Ocarina of Time very early on, you have to sneak around especially I was about to say. Especially, uh, Ocarina of Time does it really well because those aren't enemies. No, you're you're. you're it's not a, supposed it's a,
1: to be fighting them.
0: It's a very, very good system of that. Of one, you're a kid. <laughs> Two, these people you're you're not allowed to be here, so you are sneaking around. But they're not enemies, like. Uh, it, it makes sense for, for why you don't want to get caught and why you can't just fight your way through.
1: Yeah. Like, th- if you get caught, they will throw you out, but they're not going to kill you.
0: Yeah, which I think is a big difference from the Breath of the Wild sneaky section, where you're sneaking into the stronghold of the... the not yeah I hate that. The not Sheikah. Uh... <laughs> you're sneaking into the yiga clan and they're all enemies.
1: Like I've been watching um Breath of the Wild runs recently and the the Yiga Clan hideout is just bad because um like most of the game the Yiga Clan shows up and it's just like here's a here's a mildly tough fight for you. Um yeah. in the Yiga in the Yiga Clan hideout if you get caught any damage they do to you is a one-hit kill.
0: Yeah, correct
1: no matter how many hearts so. you have no matter what armor you're wearing it's just, it's a one hit kill
0: yeah so that, that's annoying yeah and and i mean that's that's kind of that's that's the typical way that that zelda does things with sneaking around is is just if you're found you're you're out now yeah. yiga's yiga's a worse situation in which they just kill you and it never feels good to just die um, it's better in the Ocarina of Time way, where they throw you outside, and you get a pain notification, you, you get a damage notification of, like, ugh, you got thrown out of a building, but it doesn't actually cause any damage to you, it's just, hey, you yeah. fucked up, versus Yiga, you are dead, game over. Restart. Right. Um, Bad. Bad way the, to do it. It's the same result. It's just the wrong way to have done it.
1: <laughs>
0: um. But yeah, uh, I, I. I really like the the original, you know, Ocarina of Time one, but the the Breath of the Wild one. It just it doesn't make sense because one, you're not weak. You're you're no, not a weak character. by the time you're character. reaching
1: the Yiga clan, you're probably very strong, actually.
0: Yeah, I mean. Obviously it's difficult but you can beat Ganon at the beginning of the game. Like Oh yeah. You can turn around and go fight Ganon and win without doing anything else. So I mean you have to
1: do the tutorial first, but other than that
0: you're a strong character. <laughs> um so it doesn't make sense why you can't just fight your way through this without some form of other reasoning why you wouldn't do that, like Ocarina right. of Time gives you. Um, And I'm not even a huge fan of Ocarina of Time. They just, when they do it right, they do it right. <laughs> yeah.
1: There's a lot of things Ocarina of Time does wrong.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But not stealth. The The one stealth section they have, they do pretty well.
0: Yep. It's still annoying, because it's different from the entire rest of the game, but... Right. It, it, that's,
1: but I guess that's, that's, that's an, the that's an issue with stealth sections in general. If you're uh-huh. not a stealth game, then when you introduce a stealth section to your game, it's annoying. Yeah. Like, people don't want to do it. I'm playing Zelda, I want to lock on enemies and smack my sword at them.
0: Yeah. Uh, and that's... Yeah, Uh some games are like like Assassin's Creed it's just it's every level of the game uh, that's just what the game is um yeah. it, it's uh, like
1: it's either an option or a necessity
0: yeah uh, Mark of the ninja same thing um uh, uh, necessity all the time yeah it you you that is the game you must be doing it um games that I think do a pretty good job of mixing it in. Are like like the Skyrim or or Kingdoms of Amalur route, where you don't have to use it. At no point are you forced to use Um Stealth. Actually right. my, my version of Skyrim never had stealth, but I'm I'm assuming that that at no point you're <laughs> forced to, to use it. But were you like, playing
1: the mobile version of it or something?
0: No. I I played the Alexa version. Um, oh, right. <laughs> it was just talking like, to you. I forgot. <laughs> uh, other other games like uh, Ghost 1.0, which is a, a Metroidvania, or like Shadow Complex has a little bit of it. Uh, we, I feel we, like I've know.
1: seen Ghost 1.0.
0: Yeah, we played it on stream together.
1: Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, I've forgotten did. that.
0: Um,
1: we so, didn't stream together in a while.
0: No. Uh... So these these are uh, examples all, all of these are examples where it's like it's a part of the game. like ghost 1.0 especially, like you have to do it in order to get everything. but you have to do it a lot. And so they actually put in the work to make it competent. like it's it's a part of the game as opposed to just something you're dumped into randomly. Right. Uh, I, it's the the Legend of Zelda, like Ocarina of Time, does a a pretty good job of it. Um, you know, all all things considered. But at the end of the day, it it feels kind of like a um. Oh, what's that game you really don't like? That I like to bring up. Um.
1: I have no idea. Is a game the, I really don't like.
0: Yeah, the RPG. The RPG. Uh, there's an RPG, you really, really. Breath don't
1: of Fire, like. Dragon Quarter.
0: No. No, that's uh, the
1: one Raynar brings up that I don't like.
0: <laughs> Evoland. Land. Oh, I like Evoland, Land. Fine. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. You You hate Evo Land. Every <laughs> you're Every single time. In my mouth. Every single time I play Evoland, Land, you're you talk about how trash it is so I don't want I, to hear this I about on you, yeah. it's it's yeah it's bullshit that you're, you're you're backing off your own <laughs> standpoint but
1: I uh, own Evoland and Evoland 2 on Steam
0: Yeah, I, I own, hate Evoland? <laughs> yeah bullshit I own lots of <laughs> games I hate on Steam uh, <laughs>
1: uh, so do I
0: uh, like Assassin's Creed anyways um the uh uh, anytime that like the, the Ocarina of Time situation feels like an Evoland situation where it's just hey what if we did this, something different in this game that could be fun that's a little fun thing we can do as developers and it's it's not the game it's not the, no. the game for that you're you're adding in a weird thing that that doesn't it's incongruous like Evil Land 2 you're playing and you're like oh cool this is an RPG and then now suddenly you're doing a uh, a shmup <laughs> and it's it's very incongruous it fits and with then you're that playing game a strategy RPG yeah it fits with that game because the game is just a mashup of everything but it's it's incongruous with the game that you are are trying to, like, put forth as your game. The stealth section is not Zelda. It's... Nobody thinks of the stealth section when they think of Zelda. They think of hacking and slashing. The action and adventure. Um, Sailing the ocean. Yeah, well, no. That, uh,
1: Soaring through the skies on your weird bird.
0: Yeah, alright, so... Don't bring up the weird things. I was trying to, to bring up the normal things. <laughs> um, but, like... The, the, these are all things that like the Zelda's known for that and then when you throw in the the stealth section it's it's never gonna be someone's favorite part so it's weird that it's added yeah uh, and that's that happens a lot with stealth sections is like you're you're playing a game and then now you're playing a different game and Most of the time, you have to play a different game in order to go back to playing the game you want to play.
1: Yeah, there's no Um, way to skip these stealth sections most of the time.
0: Yeah, so that's why I prefer it to be either Assassin's Creed, where it's just a stealth game. Or Mark of the Ninja, it's just a stealth game. Uh, Or something like um, Metal Gear Solid. It's not just a stealth game, but it really is.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, I would put it in, like, the survival game kind of thing, because all of your ammo and everything is limited. Yeah. Not in such a way that you couldn't fight your way through, but it'd be really difficult.
0: Yeah. You, you, it's, it's really stealth heavy. Um, or, or games like Ghost 1.0 or... Um, what was the other one I was mentioning? Uh, other Metroidvanias. Oh, and like Skyrim or Kingdoms of Amalur, where it's, it's meshed in, uh, either where it's 50% of the game, and so they did a good job of it, because, you know, they, they took all of the elements of the game and they equally split them, as opposed to the Ocarina of Time where it's just kind of thrown in once. Or Why
1: not do a stealth section.
0: Yeah, or or like Skyrim, where you you can do stealth, you can get things through stealth, but you don't have to do those.
1: You could also uh, just plow into a group of yeah, enemies. And
0: it's it's optional to do stealth, or you can just slaughter everything. Yeah, and in every element of it, like. You want to steal something from this person? You don't have to stealth to steal something from that person. You can slaughter the entire town and take whatever you want. (laughs) There's there's just, you know, problems arise from having slaughtered the entire town.
1: Namely, there's now no
0: quests to do. (laughs) Yeah. Alright, you got anything to add?
1: No? I mean, Mark of the Ninja is a good game. It's really hard. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm sure other games like Mark of the Ninja exist. Oh, um, Hit-
0: Hitman's Hitman's a better choice over Assassin's Creed.
1: Oh, oh, there's Hit- another Hit- game.
0: Hitman's a good made game and same, Assassin's Creed isn't.
1: Made by the same people who made Mark of the Ninja, I think. Um, it's called Invisible Ink. And it's kind of like... It, it's. It's like a grid-based system, and you're moving around like a base, and um, like hacking into cameras and stuff to to turn them off, and shit. Well, oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a that was a cool way to do stealth that I was super confused by, but into but confused <laughs> by.
0: Oh uh, man, uh, Clay Incorporated is is actually they knock them out pretty yeah they're they're pretty good at this except for don't
1: starve i don't like don't starve it's
0: okay (laughs) but yeah i agree it's just okay but like hot lava is one of the best platformers i've played
1: oxygen Um, not included is one of the best fucking um like colony not colony build is it a colony builder yeah it's a a, a management
0: game it's a it's a colony sim
1: yeah like it's one of the best ones out there. I I have a lot of fun dipping my toes back into it every now and then. Yeah. Clay Clay kills.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like Hit Hitman's a really good version of of sneaking around. Um, because technically, again, technically, you can go in guns blazing and win a Hitman level. It's yeah much harder than than doing it sneaky. But even with the doing it sneaky, there's there's levels to that. Like silent assassin, if you can if you can get silent assassins on that, uh that's wow. You're you're really good at the <laughs> game. You're you're really good at the game. Um I'm
1: guessing that's like killing only the people you have to.
0: Correct. Uh and you unspotted Kill only your target while not being spotted and ensuring their body isn't found. Damn. So, like, if if you are spotted at as doing something, uh, you shouldn't at any point. Then you lose silent assassin. It's like if Shit. you're in an area you're not supposed to be in. If yeah.
1: Restart the whole game. Uh huh. Damn.
0: So silent assassins are. Real, real cool. Hey, Shit, watching those is I want to look up like cool. a
1: silent assassin speed run.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, Hitman... The, the people who are really good at Hitman are scary. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're really good. Um, You're like, their reflexes are
1: insane.
0: <laughs> Gunpoint is another game that you can go through just murdering everything. In fact, like, the last level of the game, you almost have to. But, it's it's very sneak-based. Because you, you want to get through without being seen by any cameras, and without being seen by any of the, the guards, and... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, plug, uh... John, plug yourself. Plug myself? I plug don't yourself. have a socket free.
1: Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: uh well, I got I got a few things coming this week. Um on my Tell Twitch channel. It. Um I'm gonna be playing some Minecraft uh just for the lols of it. Uh, okay. I'm gonna be playing some Destiny 2 at some point. I haven't decided when um that might actually happen before uh this comes out i mean of course i'm going to be playing destiny 2 but yeah uh but yeah you can the one thing
1: you always play
0: you can find me at twitch.tv slash case and more and we've got some i've got some fun things going up on my other channel twitch.tv slash gentleman's gank um so you can check me out there what about you wombat are you gonna be streaming uh, at Wombat Millennial on Twitch? Some more Final <laughs> Fantasy twelve. Um,
1: I, I probably will be. Um, I don't know if it'll be af- if there are gonna be any streams after this episode goes up, because this episode goes up after my weekend is over. But I plan to, if I can wake up at proper times, I plan to maybe do it once or twice on days I work in the mornings cool so you can catch me playing Final Fantasy 12 which is probably going to be the only game I stream until I beat Final Fantasy 12 <laughs> gross because what I've learned is that I should really only stream games that A I've played before and B I really like
0: yeah yeah and that makes sense that's,
1: that's my streaming style I can't I don't I don't have as much fun when I'm going in blind on something okay Like I'd rather just play that on my own I don't know yeah, uh, um, you can also go to my website videogamewombat.com where you can find this show and our coffee and maybe donate to us
0: don't forget to rate and subscribe show. and yeah. uh, maybe, maybe plug this suggest this to someone who uh, likes to wear trench coats some, some sneaky boys What are you you looking forward to for next week?
1: Uh, (laughs) John, I wanted to cut it after you said some sneaky boys.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, now I'm asking you what you're looking forward to. So you gotta suffer through this. Or you could cut this in Uh, earlier.
1: What am I looking forward to next week? Yeah, this upcoming week. I am looking forward forward let me look around my room oh gosh uh i am looking forward to paying my car registration no i'm not
0: exciting (laughs) come on you don't you don't have anything
1: uh i mean i'm gonna be playing more no more heroes i guess that'll be fun
0: okay okay yeah okay
1: I don't know. I don't do shit. <laughs> I lay around my house. I watch Shameless and Doctor Who, and I play video games. Shameless, What's we've talked about it before. Okay,
0: whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but I ignore you. Um, I. I, know. I am going to be starting a Minecraft realm, so I'm excited about that with a, a few buddies. So we'll we'll have yeah. People jumping on and interacting together and building things. And I'm also looking forward to, I'm getting back to work some more. I I have uh, one of my employees slash co-workers um, is, is actually free again, so we're able to do some work together and going to be working on some game design. So it it won't just be me alone, which is very cool. Hey, so, yeah, we'll see you next week. Say sneaky boys again. Sneaky boys.